Hi, I'm Marilyn Dennis. This is Marilyn Dennis Does a Podcast. This episode, I'll be speaking with my good friend, the founder and editorial director of House and Home Magazine, Linda Reeves. Linda has spent over 30 years writing and speaking about design and decorating on national TV and radio. As a former interior designer and inspired by the lack of information about the design field, Linda purchased and relaunched House and Home Magazine in 1986. It was the first publication available in Canada to provide readers with the best in design, decorating, food, and lifestyle trends. Linda was also the host and executive producer of House and Home Television, the first Canadian design and lifestyle series of its kind. Today, we'll be talking with Linda from her home in Toronto, Ontario, and how the pandemic has changed the way we look at our homes, the new importance of a functional at-home office, and her own latest project and labor of love, her lake house build. All right, let's talk with my friend, Linda Reeves. Hi, Marilyn. You, uh, uh, you and I have been in touch, of course, during this pandemic, and we talked about at the get-go, we touched base and we were talking about this pandemic is going to have to force many businesses to adapt. And your team, Linda, was already in the habit of creating content from home. So you kind of were the first one out of the gate that I knew that was already ready to go because of what you've done before. But this um, this housebound uh, YouTube series is is fantastic. Did you, you did you feel like it was like effortless to get into this new kind of delivery of uh, content? I- I wouldn't say effortless, but I would say that we did it pretty fast and we had the technology, we had the nimble camera crew, and most of all, I had, you know, a network of the best designers in the country who were willing to open their homes to us right away. Just, just said yes. And you said yes. I I said yes. Hesitate. You didn't hesitate to be on our show. And here we are, no makeup people, no hair, no nails, no nothing, no lighting. And we did it. And the viewers, the viewers were forgiving that we didn't have the production value. They didn't care. In fact, Mm -mm. do you know how much, do you know how many times I've heard? I bet you have too. I like it better this way. I like to see you in your own home, real, being real. So Mm -hmm. it just, it worked. Well, uh, it just shows you that the a makeup application isn't my forte. Uh, no, but you look great. You, well, thank you. It's it's about it's about getting information out and still doing what we love to do. And you know, we also are thinking about the teams that that back us up and the transitions that they had to make. And I've talked to a couple of people in other uh, fields saying it was interesting. For them, because a lot of the people that were on their team, they found some people didn't rise to the occasion or didn't really want to go into this world. Some people surprised us and they rose to the occasion. Did you find that with the transition? Yes, I did. And not only um, in terms of taping at home, but also in terms of everything. I mean, we're a small business. Mm. We had to find a way to keep the revenues coming in and... Mm -hmm to you know provide content and to connect with our audience and our buzzwords were pivot be nimble forget your job description it doesn't really care we don't care about that what we care about is what we need as a team to move forward and the people who are willing to do that they were the heroes 
Really? They, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see who supports and who who really makes your brand move forward. And that is so important because yeah. people wanted to hear from you and they wanted to see yeah. you. So it was almost like, I'm not going to say then effortless, but there wasn't a blip in the screen. You just kept no. moving it forward. Yeah. How did you sleep? You know, we saw Fine. And you know what? We saw Oprah do it first. Let's give her credit. She did it mm-hmm. early March on Instagram or something. And we saw it and said, we can do that. That's how mm-hmm. it started for us. We can do that. Mm-hmm. She's a pioneer, I that sleep, one. Yeah, I sleep fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had a couple <laughs> of glitches. I, I did. I did. I'll tell you what I loved. I love I loved working home at home. It was kind of a dream of mine, but I thought that's going to be impossible in broadcasting. But more importantly, I love doing the radio show in the basement. That's what, that to me is like heaven. It really is. But I miss the audiences. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was really I, I cool seeing you do the radio show in the basement. Yeah. That was yeah, great. Yeah. It kind of feels like it feels kind of like how we all started. Yeah, it does. It really does. Yeah. So lifestyle media, Linda, has taken a big hit during the pandemic. Let's talk about that. It's it's scary. Okay. What what it's have you scary. seen? So what I've seen is that I've seen that people forget that the audiences need someone to connect to. So they have all these shows or magazines or whatever their media is, and nobody knows who the editors are or who the hosts are. They're kind of, there's nothing for the, for the audience to connect to. So they're the first to go. But the ones that have a strong brand and a strong person that the readers need and want and welcome into their homes are the ones that are surviving. Marilyn, I don't care how great your experts are. We're tuning in because we want to be with you. I mean, that's what my mom says to me every day. I have to go now. <laughs> I have to see Marilyn. And I think if you remember, if you go back to the basics and you bring out your, you kind of go back to the tried and true and you forget mm-hmm. all, the, all the extras that nobody really cares about, I feel like you have a much better chance of surviving and being relevant. And so maybe that'll be the next wave. Maybe the new lifestyle okay. shows. Yeah. Right. Because right. some of them kind of yeah. frankly, some of them had to go anyway. Well, yes. Uh as mm-hmm. a friend of mine <laughs> said, it was kind of a it was a cleanup on aisle five on some things on across yes. every lane that you can think of. Right? Yes. It was like, yes. yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. But you know what made me feel good is that uh I'm a heritage brand. That doesn't mean oh yeah, that means experience. That doesn't mean old. It doesn't mean no, no. <laughs> No, but I thought, you no. know, that's good. If you, if you know something, like, that's why I think about uh, what you do and what I do and, and, and some other brands. Uh, the, the fact is heritage brands are great. Why do you think so many people are doing reboots of TV shows? There's comfort. It's comfort food. Um, and it's something that, you know, brings you back into a time that was a little happier, perhaps. So, yes. I mean, yes. I'm really happy about that. But how do you see, though, lifestyle media evolving. I'm always curious to, to see what you have to so, say about that. Well, well, how I think it's going to evolve. I think that the delivery platforms may change like Oprah. Also let's back, get back to her. She announced that she's sure. closing her magazine and she's yes. rethinking how she's going to get her message out there, but it's going to take her no time to come up with a new way of delivering. So we're doing much more digitally. I've never been as attached to my screens as I am now. Are you the same? Mm. Me, yes, Aren't for sure. Same? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And more on the screens, more streaming, podcasts. You're doing a podcast. It's going to be more mm-hmm. of that content, less conventional media, and um, giving people what they want and diversifying. You know, I think 
we need to diversify our content to better reflect our um, broad Canadian society, all the different cultures. Mm-hmm. And I think we're all working mm-hmm. at that hard now for the first time. You know, yeah, and I, think I agree that's going to make a big difference. I think lifestyle media will will start to expand when we can expand um, the relevance for bigger audiences. For, for sure. All those right on, right on. You know, I remember, and I can't remember the, the brand it was, and it wasn't with our, with our company anyway, but I remember when you could download a whole bunch of um, magazines and uh, you could, you know, go through them on your iPad, for example. And you still And that can. didn't go well. You can, but oh, when that well? first started... It didn't go at first because people said, "Oh, I missed the hardcover magazine. I'm I miss that now." And uh, but I think it happened too soon. But it was a yeah, good it was timing. a good move. It's, it's timing, timing and isn't also, it? It's yeah. timing, and it's also the equipment. You know, if you if you're lucky enough to have a big yeah. iPad Pro, for example, oh my gosh, that's a fantastic yeah. viewing experience. You know, yeah, for us, yeah. Marilyn, we've never had higher subscriptions. We've never had better, um, more downloads, more bigger digital mm-hmm. audience. So we're not complaining about that. It's been challenging What's, to get the content sure. because, you know, we're right. used to getting into homes and shooting and we only just got to go back like a month ago, but people oh, just rallied. Yeah. They rallied. Right. All right. So yeah. you're taking cameras in now to, to look at some people's homes. Is yes. that what you're doing? Oh, no, we've, oh yeah. We're shooting because yeah, we're allowed yeah. to, we just have to be careful. Everybody wears a mask. Everybody distances right. themselves. And homeowners have to feel comfortable, of course, or we wouldn't do it. Designers have to feel, but everyone's careful. We're Canadians. We're careful. (laughs) (laughs) We are masked all the time. So let me ask you about advice for content creators and lifestyle entrepreneurs as we go forward. And they're listening to this and they're watching this. What what would you say to them? I would say make it personal. I would say, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you have to figure out what, um, what are the, uh, hot buttons. What do people want? They want DIY. They want content about their homes. Like, did you know, for example, that the construction industry has never been busier in the history of Canadian construction? Residential has never been busier. You can't get any supplies. The paint companies can't fill their paint orders. People are doing things. At home. So create content wow. that's relevant for that market. Right, right. You yeah. should come on my street. Every other house is being renovated, if not landscaped. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I think when you're in yeah. your home, you're going, you know, I never liked the color of this, or I never liked that sofa over there. Yeah. It's about supply and demand. I know that there's a lot of companies that are, your suppliers, for example, that some of them went out of business. Yeah, some of them did, and but some of them were marginal, and they didn't have mm-hmm. any cushion. You know, Mm -hmm. I do believe that the strong brands survived. Some of them closed for a while, then reopened. That's the other thing. Don't be ashamed to shutter something for a while and start it again. We shuttered our French magazine for two or three issues, and it's starting again with next month with the October issue. That's what you have to do. Nobody nobody minds. They just welcome you back. I want to tell you another thing um, that we do, we think about at work. We have an expression, which I love. Make sure that the juice is worth the squeeze. So when you're thinking about doing anything, whether it's a story or whether it's a, mm-hmm. you know, a, a produced thing in somebody's home or whether it's an interview, make sure that the amount of effort it's going to take you to do that is justified by what you're going to deliver. Because sometimes, you know what, the easy things that don't take work deliver the best. And that's yeah, what we all have to be sure. looking for right now because we don't have the big production teams. 
That's right. And you know, it's interesting too, because we were thinking, we were talking about this on radio, how we used to do things now that we're in this new uh, lockdown and this new future that we're in right now is the antiquated ways or no traditional ways, which become antiquated that, that really are not no longer applicable. And these are little nuances that uh, people like yourself and myself would, would get, but uh, the viewer would see it, but they would probably react to it going, ah, I've seen this before. And mm-hmm. I only have an attention span for so much. So I have oh, yeah, to. That's a really I, good I, I, point. Yeah, that's a really yeah. good point. Shorten everything. Shorten like everything things, doesn't have yeah, to be that shorten long. Shorten everything doesn't have to be that long. Yeah. I also think that there's lean forward experiences and lean back experiences. And I think tell me about that. that. Some pe- well, I think some people want to lean back and take it in and take their time and have long articles or long segments where they just want to listen to you talk because it's soothing or because it's interesting. And we have to do those. Those are mm-hmm. kind of you have to spread those out, and then in between. You know, you have these lean forward ones. I just want to come in and have a good look and then I'm leaving. So you have to kind mm. of divide your media. You have to divide your content offerings between. Well, you know that because you do it instinctively on your show. But, but how do you how do you how do you make a decision which which is a lean and which is a lean, lean in and well, lean out? Like just, podcasts, podcasts are lean, lean out like you, you, you're, you yeah, could be yeah. doing other things while you're listening. Right. Yeah. Well, so how do you make a decision? How, well, how interesting is your guest? That's the other thing. When I have right. you on, we can talk for half an hour, and I don't think people would get bored. I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm not saying we're so fascinating, but it's an interesting conversation of people who just, you know, want to chat. And I think that's yeah. more lean back. And I think a DIY on how to do something uh, is qu- is a quick lean forward yeah. because, you know, right. I don't right. have any patience for a long, drawn-out explanation. I just, just show me how to do it. How we do it. How to do it. That's right. Yeah. Okay, let's it. talk about... Let's, uh, I'm leaning in because you know how much I love your house. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to lean Thanks. back and say, let's talk about uh, floor plans, lockdown. Okay. Do you think people are rethinking their floor plans? Are they changing, Linda Reeves? I think some are. I think, yes. I think that open concept has its limitations. So we've learned everybody needs privacy. Doesn't necessarily mean a home office, but it needs a space that you can go to and have privacy. I've seen people do it many different ways. Some people have been sending in photos of closets, like normal size five foot closets or six foot closets with you know bifold doors. They open them up and inside they've they've built this wonderful little work nook. That's enough. That's all you need. If you can shut the door mm-hmm. of your room and have your work nook. Mm-hmm. And then you need also to be able to get away from it. I think we talked about this um, when we taped together last time. You were in your basement and you said there's something really nice about going upstairs shutting yes. the door, having a glass yeah. of wine, leaving your work behind. So that's important. You can't have it around you all the time. That's not healthy. That I've heard a lot about. Um, also, if you have kids, it's a whole different um, oh, yeah. scene. I mean, let's take our hat off to these people who ha- are you know, helping their three-year-olds to have screen time with their teachers. That's, you know, that's a reality now. So you do have yeah. to have zones where you can park your kids in front of their screens. And that's changing the way our homes are being designed. Light. Everybody wants the light. People are learning that wow. they live in a nighttime house because they were never home during the daytime. Now they're home oh, all day. That's interesting. And they're not yeah. getting the light. So what am I going to do about that? Well, I'm going to have to reposition my furniture. I might have to maybe splurge and get a couple bigger windows. 
um, you know, bring it, add more lights into the house. That I'm hearing a lot. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, oh, editing. You got to edit yeah. your space. You, you have to edit it. You have to get rid of your junk. You have to look at those areas that used to be storage and see if you can use them as livable space. A lot of people are using their garages. You know, they can be, they can create workrooms in their garages as long as they yeah. don't do real construction, which is, you know, against the law, <laughs> against the building against codes. The but you can check, yeah, check with local can, authorities before yeah, you do you that. Yeah, but you can set up yeah. to do, yeah. to have a workspace. Here's what I've been hearing. A lot of at-home gyms in the garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I've heard so many times, oh, I wish I could dig out my basement. Is it worth it? That is a huge expense. It, it, you have to move out to do it. I okay. don't think so. But if you <laughs> just purchased a house and you're trying to figure out how to maximize space, digging out the basement is one of the most popular ways. It's popular but expensive. Okay, so let's do, yeah. let's do, let's do, we, we're just trying to get people out of the bathroom and to have a private conversation or do a Zoom call. So at least yeah. find a closet so you can do that. You can yeah, change paint. Spaces. Tell me what's popular for paint. You said more light. Does that mean lighter paint too? Yeah. Is that what you're thinking yeah. about? Well, no, yeah. I, what I'm finding is that ho- today people want two zones in their house. They want a light zone, usually it's okay. the kitchen and the bathrooms and sometimes the living room, light and airy and kind of scandy design. And then they want one room that's dark. So it's usually a study or a library or a place that with a fireplace, a place they can get cozy. It's just nice uh-huh. for a change. And pastels, but not the old pastels, the new ones, the dusty, smoky ones are really big. Neutrals like are what, big. Like what is that? Like purple, a pink? What, what are you talking like, about? Like, like, um, like uh, yeah, like a white with a pink cast or okay. a kind of a dusty green that's really, really pale that kind of feels like sea foam, really pale. So it's pale. Oh. They, they act as neutrals, but they do have tints in them. They are tinted. I see. And all the big paint companies have their new colors in that range. Light wood is mm-hmm. still huge, Marilyn. It's it's light and airy, yeah. Light and airy. Light. So yeah. paint. I'm afraid our dark, our dark floors. Yeah, our dark floors are kind of no, no, no. <laughs> I love my when dark they, floor. I love my dark floor. Okay, you'll be back again. I know. You know, it's all cyclical. The IKEA 2021 catalog is here. The 2021 catalog is bursting with tips and ideas. Consider it a super tool for any home furnishing project, big or small. Packed with budget-friendly solutions, fresh looks, and new exciting products, every page includes inspiration to make homes cozier, smarter, more sustainable, and more beautiful. It's the ultimate handbook for a better everyday life at home. The IKEA 2021 catalog is available to view online at ikea.ca slash catalog and for pickup in IKEA locations across Canada. So now we're going to talk about uh, your your house. Your lake house is the next project. Oh, the lake house. I'm so excited about the lake house. So the story is that we sold Michelle's farm in New York State, upstate New York, and we wanted a getaway. And I said it has to be within an hour of Toronto because I need to go to work. I'm not yeah. ready to retire. And he wanted a place he could live as a, you know, kind of year round. And we'd both go back and forth. And so it had to be close. And so we found a beautiful old house on the south shore of Lake Simcoe, hundred years old. There it is. Hundred years. That's what we bought. <gasps> yeah, hundred years, years, years old. Now, was it owned yeah. by one family that, that handed down one what family? One family, the Stewart family handed down and their grandfather built it. 
and <gasps> it was in immaculate condition, immaculate. The only thing is it was a hundred years old and they hadn't really changed yeah. anything. So, mm -hmm. and it's a one, it's a one season house. It's not winterized. It has no basement and no insulation. So it, it, they used it only in the summer and it was from a different time, Marilyn, when people used to go to the lake. Oh yeah. That's the great room. Isn't it fantastic? Gorgeous. Look at that. Beautiful wood. Douglas fir, BC fir walls panels, the whole house, the whole house. I bought, actually, what I always say is I bought a living room on a lake because I fell in love with the living room. It had yeah. a little, 11 tiny bedrooms, 11 tiny bedrooms <gasps> with a sink like a in lodge. every bedroom. Yeah, it's like a lodge. lodge with a sink. Yeah, yeah. With a sink in every bedroom. And I think there were two bathrooms for the whole house and tiny, two little tiny kitchens. So it was a lot of work to do. And so we started and we got our building permit just before the cutoff time when the virus came. So how lucky were we? Mm -hmm. And we were able to work through the virus because our workmen could social distance. They could spread out and we could follow mm -hmm. the rules. And we've had, like, we have a great crew. I am so lucky. It's moving along so well. But I'll tell you a couple of funny things about it. So Please. I said, I said, we're not changing the roof. You know, this is too big an expense. Another year, right? Not now. And Michelle said, you are crazy. We are so changing the roof. <laughs> so we got a new, a new cedar roof. It's done, Marilyn. It's fantastic. Wow. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited about that at BC Cedar. Um, winterizing is a nightmare. I didn't understand how hard it is. You know, okay. when there's no basement, you have to put insulation in all these different places. And, you know, we were really lucky. There's this company in Ontario called Rockwell who helped us. We got their technical experts to help us do it. And um, there's no basement. I keep saying that. You know why I keep saying that? Because there's no storage. Do you, can you imagine your life without your basement? No. I mean, where would you Love put my everything? Basement. No, I, I so, wouldn't. I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. No. So a lot of it has been figuring out how we're going to live in this house, where we're going to put things because it looks big and it is big, but it's not so big when there's no basement. And a lot of what you're seeing is screen porch, which is one season. Mm -hmm. And we mm -hmm. took out walls. So we're having a big eat in kitchen dining room. I mean, I want you to come and see the construction. It's so exciting. Okay. Thank you, Linda Reeves. So good to talk to you. Where can people follow you? They can follow me on Instagram at Linda Reeves Design. That's my handle. They can certainly pick up House and Home every month. And you'll see on the view page, I usually have a letter or something to say. And sometimes I have a feature. I'm kind of sprinkled all over there. They can go to houseandhome.com to videos and see me mm -hmm. a lot. Two video series I have going right now. One's called Housebound, which you were one of the first guests on. And that one is, is airing on, on our YouTube channel and also right. on houseandhome.com. And the new one is called Behind the Design. And it's continuation of Housebound, except we're out now. So sometimes we're right. not at home. But I've got, I've got great people from all over the world showing us their spaces and explaining the inspiration and some of the features. Oh, lots of places to catch such great design. Thank you, Linda. You're welcome. Thank you. Marilyn Dennis does a podcast. New episodes every week. You can download or subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 